0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Actual Sports Podcast. So, let's go over some of the latest injuries that occurred in Week 7, starting with the Washington football team and their veteran safety Landon Collins, who suffered a most likely season-ending Achilles injury. Their defensive end, Monte Sweat, was evaluated for a concussion. He left the game early. The Tennessee Titans cornerback, Christian Fulton, left against the Steelers early with a knee injury. The Steelers wide receiver, Deontay Johnson, suffered an apparent lower leg injury. He is questionable for Week 8. The Dallas Cowboys have already lost Dak Prescott, and now they lose. Backup quarterback Andy Dalton, who suffered a concussion after getting hit by football team linebacker John Bostic. Cleveland Browns wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. suffered a season-ending ACL tear, making a tackle after a Baker Mayfield interception. New England Patriots wide receiver Nikhil Harry left early against the 49ers with a head injury. Denver Broncos running back Phillip Lindsey left early against the Chiefs after suffering a concussion. 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel suffered a hamstring injury. He left early against the Patriots. Seattle Seahawks running back Chris Carson left early against the Cardinals with a mid-foot strain. Arizona Cardinals running back Kenyon Drake also left early against the Seahawks. He suffered an ankle injury while defensive end Jordan Phillips left early with a hamstring injury. So let's go over the outcomes from Week 7, starting with the New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles on Thursday night football. The division rivals and the Eagles pull out a one-point win, winning 22-21. The Giants fall to 1-6 on the season, with the Philadelphia Eagles improving to 2-4-1. Philadelphia has won their last eight games now, against the New York Giants. The main story coming out of this game was Daniel Jones tripping and falling after an 80-yard touch run. He failed to get into the end zone. He had nobody in between him and the end zone, but he fell. Luckily for the Giants, they still ended up scoring. It would have been very disappointing for the Giants if Daniel Jones had fallen on such a wide-open touchdown run and they still had not been able to get into the end zone. Carson Wentz opened out the game against the Giants, throwing a touchdown in the first 40 seconds of the game. He also led a game-winning drive in the last two minutes to defeat the New York Giants. The Detroit Lions pull off a 23 to 22 victory over the now one and six Atlanta Falcons as the Lions improve to three and three. Atlanta is now one and six for the second consecutive season. Well, Todd Gurley had broke out a run against the Lions late in the game. He tried to stop himself from falling into the end zone, which would have been a Falcons touchdown. But, it also left Detroit time on the clock to take the lead with a touchdown. Ty Gurley was not able to stop his momentum. He ends up falling into the end zone and scoring, allowing Matthew Stafford to lead a game-winning drive. Matthew Stafford completed a 22-yard touchdown strike to second-year tight end TJ Hawkinson to tie the game. Then Lions kicker Matt Prater was able to hit the extra point to take the lead. The Cleveland Browns pull off a three-point lead versus the Cincinnati Bengals. They win 33-37 to 34. The Browns are now 5-2 on the season as the Bengals are 1-5-1. Bengals' second defeat of the season by the Cleveland Browns. Baker Mayfield tied the Cleveland Browns quarterback record for most touchdown passes in a game when he threw for five passing touchdowns. Baker Mayfield led a game-winning drive. He finds rookie wide receiver Donovan Peoples-Jones on a 24-yard touchdown pass with just 11 seconds left to go in the game. Well, the Green Bay Packers improved to 5-1 after a 35-20 victory over the now 1-6 and Houston Texans. Through the history of these games, the Green Bay Packers are 6-0 against Houston. A pretty solid victory for the Packers. The Packers are de- trying to... Pu- Make a push for the Super Bowl. The Texans continue to struggle even after firing head coach Bill O'Brien, which is not surprising considering they took away Deshaun Watson's main target in DeAndre Hopkins and replaced him with a washed out running back in David Johnson. The New Orleans Saints win 27 24 over the Carolina Panthers. The Saints improved to 4-2 as the Panthers fall to 3-4. New Orleans now has won six out of the last seven games versus the Carolina Panthers. The New Orleans Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas misses another game against the Panthers. Michael Thomas may be traded with a trade deadline coming up here and the next Little bit. The Carolina Panthers wide receiver D.J. Moore scored twice in the first half, including on a 74-yard touchdown pass where he and Teddy Bridgewater connected. The Buffalo Bills pulled off an 18-10 win over the New York Jets. The Jets are now 0-7 as the Bills improved to 5 and 2. This is the Jets just their second time in franchise history starting 0 and 7. They started 0 and 7 in 1996. This year really looks like it'll be the New York Jets first time in franchise history going 0 and 16. The Washington football team improves to two and five, taking out the Dallas Cowboys, who fall to two and five. The football team wins twenty-five to three in that victory. The Dallas Cowboys just had a hundred and forty-two total yards of offense, which is the fewest in any game since week one of two thousand and one. The Washington football team were helped out. By the fact that linebacker John Bostick made a very dirty late hit on Andy Dalton that took him out of the game with a concussion that brought in backup quarterback Ben DiNucci, who is the third string quarterback starting the season. The Seattle Seahawks pull fall. In overtime, to the Arizona Cardinals, 37-34. to The Seahawks are handed their first loss of the season. They're now 5-1 as the Cardinals improve to five wins and two losses. Tyler Lockett of the Seattle Seahawks had 200 receiving yards, which is the second most in all of Seattle history. This game was very exciting. DK Metcalf ended up running down. Cardinals safety Buda Baker in the first half. Buda Baker intercepted a Russell Wilson throw in the red zone and took it all the way back inside the Seattle 10-yard line. D.K. Metcalf ended up being able to run him down, reaching 22 miles per hour, running him down. Made the tackle, and that eventually led to a Cardinals field goal. Well, DK Metcalf saved a touchdown in the first half by tackling Buda Baker, but Russell Wilson threw another interception in overtime to the rookie Isaiah Simmons. Isaiah Simmons' interception ended up setting up kicker Zane Gonzalez, who hit the overtime walk-off field goal. Kyler Murray had 427 total yards of offense with four total touchdowns. Russell Wilson had 472 yards of offense and three touchdowns. Well, the Kansas City Chiefs handed the Denver Broncos a loss. The Chiefs win 43-16. They improved to 6-1 as the Broncos fall to 2-4. Kansas City now has won 10 straight versus the Denver Broncos. Well, the Chiefs couldn't really be stopped. Second-year quarterback Drew Locke ended up throwing a pick six to Daniel Sorensen, the Chiefs' safety, and Pringle returned a kick 102 yards for a touchdown, which really helped pull the Chiefs ahead and seal the deal. The New England Patriots get blown out 33-6 by the now 4-3 San Francisco 49ers. The Patriots fall to 2-4. This is New England's first time since the year 2000 starting 2-4. The main story in this game is Patriots quarterback Cam Newton ended up getting benched. Late in the third quarter, in favor of S- R- Jared Stidham, Cam Newton was 9 for 15 passing for 98 yards and three interceptions. And after this loss, it seems, sounds like, with the news coming out of New England, that Cam Newton may lose his starting role unless he turns. His play around this week. Well, Tom Brady leads a 25-5 point victory over the now three and three Las Vegas Raiders. The now five and two Tampa Bay Buccaneers 145 to 20. Tom Brady has the most passing touchdowns by a Tampa Bay quarterback through the first seven games in Tampa Bay history. He's thrown 18. Touchdowns. He had four touchdown passes and one rushing touchdown against the Raiders. Tom Brady definitely seems to have made the right decision leaving New England. Now Tom Brady has good skill positions and doesn't just have to rely on Patriots wide receiver Julian Edelman to move the ball. Also, Tom Brady definitely looks like he could lead this Tampa Bay team to the Super Bowl, which he definitely would not have been able to do if he was with the Patriots. The Tennessee Titans fall to 5-1. They're handed their first loss of the season as the Pittsburgh Steelers are still undefeated at 6-0. The Steelers won 27-24. Pittsburgh has a 6 0 start for just the second time in team history. Their last time starting 6 0 was in 1978. The Titans led a late rally against the Steelers, but they couldn't quite pull it off. Steven Goskowski missed a field goal, which ended the Titans' hopes for a victory. Well, the Jacksonville Jaguars fall to 1 and 6 on the season after a 39 to 29 loss to the now 2 and 4 Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert had 66 rushing yards, which is the most by a quarterback in Los Angeles Chargers history. The Bears and Rams battled out on Monday Night Football a defensive battle that saw the Rams winning 24 to 10 as the Bears fall to 5 and 2 and the Rams improve to 5 and 2. Los Angeles is now 15 and 4 at home since 2018. Well, the Rams defense dominated that game against the Bears with four sacks and two interceptions. The Bears lone touchdown with a Eddie Jackson fumble return for a touchdown. The Rams, with this win, are now a half game back from the division lead. And with a loss, the Chicago Bears fall out of first place in the NFC North. Now getting into some of the latest news from around the league, former New York Jets running back, now Kansas City Chief Le'Veon Bell says playing with the Chiefs is a way to reinvent himself. Le'Veon Bell is hoping to return to the form he was in before he held out for an entire NFL season because the Pittsburgh Steelers did not want to offer him a long-term contract. Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick responded after being benched in favor of rookie quarterback Tua Iloa, Fitzpatrick said in an interview, quote, it broke my heart when he found out about the news that he was going to be benched. Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick so far in 2020 had 70% completing passes. 1,535 passing yards. He averaged 7.8 yards in attempt. He had 10 touchdowns and 7 interceptions. The interceptions stats are a little skewed since he threw several against the New England Patriots in week one. Ryan Fitzpatrick was playing very good football. The Miami Dolphins are in second place because of Ryan's Patrick. Well, he's benched, so the Dolphins either think that Tua Tagovailoa has a better shot of guiding them to the playoffs, or they want Tagovailoa to get the play experience and not, and they're not hoping to win this year. Well. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers signed former New England Patriot, former for a couple days, Oakland Raider, and former Pittsburgh Steeler Antonio Brown to a one year deal with no guaranteed money. Antonio Brown has been out in football since the Patriots cut him. Antonio Brown, through his career, has played in 131 games. He has 841 receptions for 11,263 yards, averaging 13.4 yards a reception with 75 touchdowns. Antonio Brown, with the Pittsburgh Steelers, was one of the best wide receivers, if not the best wide receiver in the National Football League. And in his one game with the New England Patriots, He looked like he was going to be one of the best wide receivers in the league again, but the Patriots ended up cutting him after several allegations. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers now signed him to add a third major threat with Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and now Antonio Brown as the wide receivers with Tom Brady throwing to them, this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team looks like it will be unstoppable for at least until the NFC Championship game, when they're probably going to have to play one of the teams from the NFC West division. The Los Angeles Rams and the Seattle Seahawks seem to be the only challengers and the NFC for Tampa Bay. The Tennessee Titans were fined $350,000 for breaking COVID rules that led to the team's facilities being shut down for days. Carolina Panthers running back Christian McCaffrey returned to practice, but is considered unlikely to start in Week 8 against the Atlanta Falcons. The Panthers took him off the IR, but he probably won't play on week in Week 8. It'll probably be in their next game. Jerry Jones was asked by a radio commentator if there was a leadership void on the Dallas Cowboys after their loss. Jerry Jones responded by telling the radio commentator to shut up. Jerry Jones either knows there's a leadership void and doesn't want to admit it, or he is deluding himself. The Dallas Cowboys are two and five in the NFC East division, where none of the teams are above or at 500. Well, Trevor Lawrence is projected to be the number one pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. But when asked about the NFL Draft, Trevor Lawrence says, quote, Who knows? There's a lot of things that could happen. So Trevor Lawrence may remain at Clemson for another season. I would assume... If he doesn't win a national championship title, he would want to return for his final season. The Baltimore Ravens are working on a deal to, or to sign three-time Pro Bowler wide receiver Des Bryant to the practice squad. If Des Bryant shows that he deserves to be on a starting NFL roster... Then he will be moved up from the practice squad, and the Ravens will have another offensive weapon. The Carolina Panthers cut former first-round pick cornerback Eli Apple. Apple was able to play in just two games. He's been battling with a hamstring injury. The Dallas Cowboys trade veteran defensive end Everson Griffin to the Detroit Lions for a 2021 sixth Round pick. Everson Griffin has not been very productive this season, but the Detroit Lions are hoping for just a sixth round pick that'll be able to turn a season around and really help generate a Detroit pass rush. The Jacksonville Jaguars trade their defensive end, Yannick Nagakwe, to the Baltimore Ravens for a 2021 third-round pick and a 5th round pick in 2022. Another one of the best defenses in the league and the Baltimore Ravens just got another threat on the defense. Another pass rusher. The Cincinnati Bengals trade defensive end Carlos Dunlap to the Seattle Seahawks for an undisclosed draft pick. Carlos Dunlap Another veteran goes to the Seahawks. The Seahawks have not been able to generate any pressure on the quarterback, so they're hoping by bringing in the veteran pass rusher that they may be able to finally put pressure on a quarterback. Well, the NFL has announced their team of the week. The AFC Offensive Player of the Week goes to Cleveland Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield, who had 297 yards passing and five touchdowns. He also threw one interception. The NFC Offensive Player of the Week goes to quarterback Kyler Murray of the Arizona Cardinals, who had 360 passing yards, 67 rushing yards, and three touchdowns passing. He also had a rushing touchdown. The NFC Offensive Player of the Week was either going to go to Kyler Murray or Seattle Seahawks. As they were playing each other, the winner of that game, with the stats they put up, was going to be the Offensive Player of the Week. Since the Cardinals won, Kyler Murray wins the Offensive Player of the Week. The AFC Defensive Player of the Week... Goes to Jets defensive end Jerry Hughes. Hughes had six tackles, two sacks, one forced fumble, and an interception against the Buffalo Bills. The NFC Defensive Player of the Week goes to Tampa Bay Buccaneer linebacker Devin White. The number five overall pick had 11 tackles and three sacks, a career high, and one forced fumble. The AFC Special Teams Player of the Week goes to Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver Brian Pringle. Brian Pringle had his first and only kick return of the season. He returned it for 102 yards and a touchdown against the Denver Broncos. The NFC Special Teams Player of the Week goes to Los Angeles Rams punter Johnny Hecker. Johnny Hecker was an instrumental point part of the Rams victory over the Bears. He had five punts which were all downs inside the Bears ten yard line. He averaged forty four point two yards per punt and had a long of sixty-three yards. If the Bears had not been forced to start inside their own 10 on all five of Johnny Hecker's punts, then maybe the Bears would have been able to score more points because they would have been starting closer, and the Rams would probably have lost that game. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Actual Sports Podcast.